G'day Greyhound fans, I'm Mark Duclos. Welcome along to what will be a bumper edition of Behind the Boxes this week. Of course, Saturday night sees the finale of the second running of the Million Dollar Chase for 2022 at Wentworth Park. $1 million goes to the winner. What an enthralling race it looks to be on paper. We've got a sensational support card as well with the running of the Group 2 Sydney Cup. We've got the Masters Meteor for the Veteran Chasers, Hundred thousand dollars goes to the winner of that event as well as the young star final and the million dollar chase maiden final as well later in the program i'll be talking with tim newbold we'll go through runner by runner of the million dollar chase final we'll also preview the other features and the hound is back not to mention a very special fabulous flashback segment this week on behind the boxes don't forget on saturday Tonight, we've got our live showcase coverage from Wentworth Park. You can watch it at thedogs.com.au or on our Facebook Live page, our live Facebook page, whichever way you want to say it. But if you're trackside at Wentworth Park on Saturday night, you can buy a ticket for 10 bucks and go in a draw to win $1 million. The million-dollar giveaway is back at Wentworth Park this Saturday night, but you must be trackside. All right, let's get on with what will be a big show. First up, he's Form Talk. And they are set and ready. Welcome along to our Form Talk segment for what is one of the biggest races you will see anywhere in the world. It is, of course, the richest greyhound race in the world, the $1 million to the winner tab, million dollar chase this Saturday night at Wentworth Park. Timmy Newbold joins me. We're going to go through it runner by runner. Battler, this looks to be an enthralling race coming up. I mean, the first renewal, She's a Pearl, was a clear-cut favourite. This one, there's four or five genuine hopes of winning. Without a shadow of a doubt, Duke, it's a ripping race and can't wait to get there on Saturday night. Uh, yeah, you've got French Martini, Ken Lagogiani, do it again. John and Minnie Finn, they've got three runners. They've got one particular bitch in the race right in the zone, zipping Alabama. Uh, then they've got the King, King Kyrgios. What about uh, the Ruffies? Uh, he's on fire. Anglin Luai. Hold me up. They'd all be fairy tale stories if any one of that trio uh, won the race, Duke. Uh, and, and then you've got McInerney, who's who's a a real fine, really here in New South Wales. I know he's won twenty odd races interstate, but we didn't know a great deal of him here. So, um, and Gatlin, can't forget Gatlin, 29-28 winning the semi final last week. It's a knock anyone. Uh, for coming up with a different selection to what you do, because yeah, there are plenty of chances in the race. All right, McInerney draws box number one for Brendan Purcell, the sole interstate raider looking to claim the million dollars. He was terrific in the National Sprint Championship when he ran third. Then he was a hard finishing second behind Sipping Alabama. Missed the start, got into a touch of trouble early last week, but then powered home to scoring 29-68. Outstanding, wasn't it? Didn't he let go mid-race, Duke, when he really put pay to the leaders, went to the top, and then he put it beyond doubt coming off the back straight. He's been a greyhound who has improved in each and every run at Woodworth Park. He's going to be fourth up into the million-dollar chase. He's ready to go. Um, he's not too badly drawn in box number one underneath. You always want box one. Well, I think Brendan actually wanted to draw wider to be honest, but with he's on fire, we'll give you a little bit of room around the first turn into the back straight. So he should get every opportunity to drive up on the on the inside, even though he does want to get a little wide himself. 
Uh, he should get every chance here. Oh, he's got an undeniable chance. And I just love what he's done in each and every run here, Duke. Uh, he's got a, he, he's a big, big player in the race. He sure is. Uh, box two, he's on fire. Every speed map you look at, Battler, has he's on fire leading. I mean, it ran a, a blistering 531st split, got tied in the run home, but still hung on to score in 29.73. Again, this is one of the fairy tale stories. You go back four starts, it was winning at Murray Bridge over the 350 metres. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a, a fantastic story, Duke? Uh, came up to New South Wales for the uh, the, the uh, straight cha track championship at, at Richmond. And here he is lining up in a million-dollar chase grand final. 530, 17.72. He, 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 uh, he walked to the line 12.01, but he did run 29.73 overall, Duke. He only needs to fight a 10th and he's right in this race. Jeez, whatever way you look at the race, he does look the leader. If he runs anywhere near that 5.30, he's in front of the first turn. And then he'll just have to make his, you know, make his own luck bowling along on the lure and hope there's a little bit of jostling or scrimmaging behind him. I think he's, he's a real roughie. He's $21. I could easily have something on him at that price. Um, the real surprise packet of the series and um, it would be a great story to see him uh, take out the race. And to me, it's also got to be noted, we've had four runnings of the Million Dollar Chase. The Greyhound that has led at the first turn in each of those four races has gone on to win the event. Sure has, Duke. So uh, front runners, we know, win a lot of Greyhound races. You know, he's going to be third up at the 500, Duke. So I think there's improvement in him fitness-wise. So if he can get down to the 11, maybe 85, Coming home, 11.80, thereabouts, find two or three tenths. That's got him running 29.5. At 20 to 1, when you're running 5.30 early section, gee, I think he's a definite bet in the race at that price. Yeah, and look, he could make the race either for himself or for those drawn around him. McInerney on his inside. King Kyrgios, zipping Kyrgios, comes up with box three. He was terrific last week off the outside draw. Uh, he got a clear passage into that first turn. Um, and... Again, he just showed his class to me. He went between dogs down the back straight, clock 29.49, an undeniable chance, uh, as is indicated by his quote at $3.30. He's currently the favourite for the million-dollar chase. Yeah, uh, he's a real race dog. He's got great track sense. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a veteran now. He's had 71 runs. Um, as you mentioned, he went between runners down the back straight. He, he, he got away cleanly and he just worked over beautifully from that outside alley. Into third spot, he just stalked the leaders, waited for the run, took it. Good night, nurse. Away you go, King Kyrgios. Oh, gee, he's well drawn. Whatever way you look at this race. Yeah. He's got a gun draw, a gun draw. He's on fire, lid ping straight to the front. McInerney probably follows him across. French Martini coming across. I can just see the King just over to the rails, through that first turn, a little bit of fanning, into the back. He's two or three off the leader and ready to pounce. I think he is the one to beat after the box draw and particularly with those two runners, McInerney and he's on fire drawn directly underneath him. I think he's drawn to get run of the race type stuff. If, if you know, we can use that term in, in greyhound racing. Aglan Lua, I wonder what sort of a week uh, his young trainer, Jay Apatea, has had. He's only 19, only been training for uh, the best part of 12 or 18 months. He finds himself in a million-dollar finalist. We know it's a race that does change the lives of people. Um, look, a $71 outsider, but he's in the race. 
He's a six-time winner at Wentworth Park, and he did everything right off the rails last week in 29.98. He did do everything right, Duke. He, he used box one to perfection, and that what got him home, 29.98. We know he can run quicker, 29.65, but uh, he's going to really have to come out under the lids here, I think, to get across to, you know, he, he can't run some of these greyhounds down with what they can run uh, up in front and then their run home time. So he does need a heck of a lot of luck from that box four. We'll need to come out running and get to the top. I think to win the race, as you mentioned, he's a 70 or 80 to one pop. Uh, it's just great for Jay to have him in the race. What a week he'd be having. Uh, uh, <laughs> an incredible thrill. And if he does take it out, a life-changing moment at 19 years of age. Gee, I think lucky to tie our shoelaces at 19, Duke, and here he is lining up a, a million-dollar chase final. Again, this is another great story. Yeah, it is, and that's what this race does create. Uh, Gatlin has box number five. He won the Group 1 Big Peters Classic earlier this year. Uh, Timmy, I don't think anyone saw a 29-28 run from Gatlin, but that's what he did in the semi last week. Wow. Wow. 5.39, 17.62, and he came home at 11. 66. Um, astonishing performance. Astonishing. I, I didn't think he could possibly lead the way he was drawn in that race. He had a wide runner drawn on his inside. Speedy type. Blew that out of the water. Came out like a lead jet straight to the top and held Panama Pepper at bay. And we know how capable that greyhound is. Uh, another greyhound with an undeniable chance. Uh, he will need to do what he did at Box Rise in the semi to get across here. But if he does, um, he leads or parks on he's on fire and he'll be too strong for that greyhound if it is run that way uh another big big hope for uh, john and mini finn yeah they have three in the race but box six hold me up for joe comito trains out of north kellyville one of the former heartlands of uh, greyhound training and breeding areas here in sydney uh he had box five in his semi-final uh when he got he did get a lucky break at the first turn when he is in front and Aston Brack got galloped on. But, hey, thank you, Holm. We found him at around $11. He's $34 to win uh, the final. And, again, imagine how Joe Comito is, is feeling this week with a runner in the million-dollar chase final. Oh, absolutely. I bet you he's, he's, he, he would have bounced out of bed every morning. <laughs> this I reckon they all did. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt, Duke. Uh, it's a great, uh, great effort to get him there. Um, he, he's in the, you know, the Anglin Luai. Um, sort of class as far as he will need to lead ping and get across. He can't run these greyhounds down, um, well, the majority anyway. Um, it'd be a, a big upset if he happened to get across and, and get the money. Um, again, from box six, he's got his work cut out. But as we've mentioned, it is a great thrill to be there. That 29.67, Duke, you, you did say, yeah, he was a bit unlucky. Yeah, of course, Aston Barak got dragged down when he was three quarters across, but he still run that time, Duke. He still run that time to make it through to the uh, the big one. So, yeah, all the very best for Joe, but I can't have him on top here. Yeah, and as I said prior to that race last week, I thought he'd been an underrated chaser, and that was the most open of the semifinals. Thank you, hold me up. I'll forever have you in my heart. Uh, box number seven. Well, you talk about fairy tale superstitions, whatever you want to call it. Peter Lagosiani has won $2 million chases already with Mystic Riot and also Handsome Prince. He comes up with box seven for French Martini. She had the rails last week. She's a group three winner. She ran 29.62. 
She's got a greyhound that's not going to worry on her outside in the first two or three strides of this race. And the greyhounds drawn directly underneath her, Timmy, want to get to the fence and they're good beginners. I think she's perfectly drawn out in seven. She is. She's going to get all the fresh air she needs. Um, 5.42 early on last week and then uh, 17.97 and a home in 11.65. 62 overall. Yeah, she drove underneath Plaintiff when he he wanted to grab a hot dog at the first turn. And it, she took the control and that, then it was all over from that point on. She was too strong. She came clear. Uh, I agree. Uh, she's well drawn here with Zibbing Alabama. Uh, not a noted fast beginner and hasn't got a great turn of speed compared to the majority of these. And you've got Gatlin and Hold Me Up, particularly Hold Me Up, who wants to go left at Box Rise. She's going to get an airport. To go down the centre and put the pressure on through the first turn. Um, she's uh, she's one of the hardest to beat, Duke. Um, I can see why many, many, uh, many, many form analysts and uh, putters have come up with her as their on-top selection. And we know she's in the right kennel to win a tab million-dollar chase. All right. And the third of John and Minnie Finn's runners is Zipping Alabama. This girl has gone to a new level at her past three starts here at Wentworth Park. A 29.52 win was annexed by 29.36 performance. And then last week in the semi-final, she found the fence early, ran right up to that with a 29.41 victory defeating Orchestrate. Yeah, she's right in the zone, isn't she? This is a time when you want to be racing in career best form, Duke. Million dollar chase time, and she is looking for four on the trot. Home in 11.46 uh, in the semi-final. Can she get a cross? That's the big question. Well, if French Martini begins and those two greyhounds underneath her run across, will she tag her across? Will she sit second or third at the first turn? If she does, leaders better look out, Duke, because we know she can run that final section in uh, amazing figures. Uh, she's yeah, I think another. she's the strongest run-home dog, even allowing for zipping Kyrgios. Oh, um, Alabama's the strongest run home dog in this race. Yeah, for sure, Duke. She, as I said, she ran 11.46 home last week. Um, she's certainly the strongest greyhound in the race. She could even run him down if she was parked right on him yep. coming off the back. Um, yeah, just it's a matter of where she gets to, Duke. Can she take advantage of following French Martini across? If she does, she's right in this race up the ears. Yeah, okay. And in the markets, she is currently at seven dollars. All right, here it is. People are waiting patiently, Battler. <laughs> really? <laughs> Give us your top four tips for the second running of the 2022 million dollar chase at Wendy on Saturday night. King Kyrgios, I love his draw. He's just par uh drawn to park right behind the speed in one, two, and seven. That the, the the real speed runners, I think will be vying for the lead of the first turn. Uh, if he does, I think he'll just hug the rails, keep punching into the back. He'll store, unleash late. I think he'll take it out. Zipping Kyrgios on top to beat French Martini. Uh, I think she'll be charging over. Um, she's got a huge chance. Two, he's on fire. You've got to back him at 20 to one. If you want to back a leader, you've got to have something on him at that price. And he can improve a 10th or two. And uh, leaving McInerney uh, there for fourth position. Um, I've left as it being Alabama out of the top four. I don't know how. Um, and, and Gatlin. I haven't found a spot for him. Uh, yeah, there's a stack of winning chances. Yeah, I found it really hard to split uh, Greyhounds 1, 3 and 7. I've looked at it 10 and 15 times. And, I, you know, a different scenario for me means a different dog goes on top. 
just the way she's drawn. I'm tipping lightning to strike three times for Pete Lagosiani from box number seven in a million dollar chase final. Uh, I've put French Martini on top. Uh, Zipping Kyrgios goes in for me for second. Uh, McInerney third. I just think those two greyhounds in boxes one and three are going to get clear air early if, as we expect, uh, he's on fire, comes out running from box two. You can just see him posing up maybe two back or three back the fence. And, and there's probably going to be a little bit of scrimmage in that uh, in that middle section. Um, and I put Sipping Panama in for fourth. As we've just discussed him. He's the, the you know, strongest run on dog in the race. But it's different being parked out in box eight in, in a final where you've got so many fast greyhounds in the early stages. Okay, and don't forget, we've got a big showcase coverage of the action from Wentworth Park this Saturday night on the dogs.com.au website or our Facebook Live page. But a little bit later, Battler, we're going to come back and we're going to dissect the Sydney Cup, the Masters Medial, the Young Star and the Million Dollar Chase Maiden here on Behind the Boxes. Time to turn the clock back now on Behind the Boxes with our fabulous flashback segment. And of course, this week is all about the million dollar chase. So what we've done is we've delved into our archives. We've delved into our breeding records as well. Now we've got two runners here, Zipping Alabama and Zipping Kyrgios. And if we go back five removes in their dam line, so that is their great, great, great grand dam, you'll find a greyhound by the name of Miss Cruz. She was one of the best stayers in Australia during the uh, 1994-1995 period. And one of her greatest victories came at Wentworth Park when she went from last to first in the National Distance Championship of 1994. They're racing and beginning well was Minyama went straight to the front but joined immediately by Tilkalas. Tilkalas cuts hard across and race two in front over Maddie Kalinda second third was Nicky Moss followed next on the extreme outside Pago Power and Jolalad the fence the middle is Minyama Miss Cruz looking for the run at second last and last was Salute the Stars out of the straight and it's Tilkalas in front by two and a half Maddie Kalinda second third was Nicky Moss followed by Pago Power Miss Cruz still hasn't got into the clear followed next by Minyama the outside Behind those came Brinjol Aladdin. Last of all, salute the stars. Down the side, though, it's Tokalas for South Australia. Tokalas three in front. Second, Nicky Moss. Here comes Miss Cruz. It's Tokalas in front. Miss Cruz is flying and will get up. Miss Cruz, an enormous... Miss Cruz was a multiple Group 1 winner. She, of course, won the Group 1 Albion Park Gold Cup as well as the National Distance Championship at Wentworth Park. Uh, she was also a very, very good producer, uh, producing the likes of Many Tricks and also Zemanui. She had 39 starts on the racetrack, 19 wins, 17 minor placings, only unplaced three times. She is in the breeding lines of Zipping Alabama and Zipping Kyrgios. Welcome back to Behind the Boxes. Welcome back to Form Talk. Timmy Newbold joins us again, and as well as the Million Dollar Chase final at Wendy on Saturday night, we've got a sensational support card. We're going to go through uh, four of the majors. Timmy, we kick off with race three, the Million Dollar Chase maiden final. It's worth $15,000 to the winner. I'm lucky enough uh, to own Kenya Smokem. I thought he was terrific. He finally lived up to what we thought he could do. In his heat, 29.82, he comes up with box one in the final. Yeah, and he's got a gun draw, Duke, hasn't he? You only have to look at your videos, do your replays, and you, you can see how well Kenya Smokem is boxed. Um, and I can see why he came up an even money favourite. I actually thought he might have come up a little shorter, Duke. I thought he might have been a $1.70, $1.80, just due to 
where he's drawn Anne Wilson's pick drawn directly on his outside. She began fast. She ran 5.42 early section in her heat victory. But as if you go back and watch the replay, she went very wide of the first turn. If she does that again, Kenya Smokem is going to sail up on the inside, take control. And if he runs his 29.82 Duke, he just wins the race. He's got a much quicker PB uh, than uh, the majority of the field. The main danger is Jason Magri's uh, Comet Cost. Running 30.01, look, he'll take a stack of benefit out of that. And I've got no doubt he can run quicker time than what he did. He, he To me, he looks like with a, a clear, fresh, a clear, clear run, fresh air, he'll run 29.7, 29.8. So he's the big, big danger to the favourite, Duke. But, gee, I think you're looking at two MDC maiden finals. In the space of about five months, I can tell you, Timmy, uh, Andy's very happy with him. He's had a couple of slips up the straight at, uh, at Andy and Jody Lords. He's gone terrific. Um, they Look, we've never really seen this dog begin. Uh, he's gone 24-6, 24-5 at Goulburn, running splits just behind She's a Pearl. So we're just hoping he comes out off the rails. If he does that, I think he can hold the fence. I think he can win hopefully. All right, race four on the card is the Young Star final. What a cracking race this is. What about some of the times these chases went last Saturday night? Bandit Jane was the quickest on the clock going 29.46 from an outside draw. She comes up with the rails. Zipping Orlando has box five. He's hunting for eight straight wins. He's yet to be beaten in his career. He's an absolute ripper. He is a builder. Um, I found it a tough race, though, Duke, just with the draw um, and what the individual greyhounds are capable of running. You know, you're being a danger in 29.46, and we know what a Lando can do. 53, Showman Jack, 51 last week. Um, he's just a dog who can ride a bump in a race, find a little bit of trouble, but he can get himself out of trouble and still win the race. That says it all. He's unbeaten in seven runs. Five for five at Wentworth Park. It's not a great draw. Uh, Shaman Jack won't give him an inch in the early stages, but if he can just work across with Shaman Jack and hold his position through the first turn, uh, it'll be game onto the back, into the back. And I think if he can hold on to Shaman Jack, he might be just a little bit too strong at the end. But in saying that, Shaman Jack came home in 11.64 last week and zipping Orlando at 58. So there isn't much between them overall and in their run home times but i've just got to go with zipping alando because he's just a real winner a real winner what do you make of the chances of being a jane from an inside alley i much prefer drawn off the track um yep. she's had four goes off the red i think for two minor placings mm. i just worry about pressure in the early stages with her but if yep. she gets out and gets clear air if she's if she's a length and a half in front at the first turn and she runs up to a 29.4 they're going to run 29.3 to beat her yeah. Um, but it all depends on, on what she does in that first probably 20 metres, whether she hunts up, comes out and hunts up. Um, look, at you know, it's such a quandary, this race, as you said to me, zipping Orlando looks poorly boxed, but you can't deny his ability. And, and that's the one thing that, you know, he's with John and Minnie Finn. He's run the hands off the clock. I'd love to see Bandit Jane win. Um, her former owner, Brian Grant, unfortunately passed away recently and uh, the ownership has now been taken by Brian's son, 
who's also uh, Brian Grant. So to the Grant family, uh, we've got fingers crossed for you. Hopefully, Bandit Jane can do you well. But yeah, I'm the same as you. I found it really hard to go past Zipping Orlando. All right, let's take a look at the next feature event. This is the Masters Meteor, Timmy. Uh, Gypsy Yankee for Shane Stiff. He tried to buy the dogs off the dailies. They wouldn't sell, they wouldn't sell Gypsy Yankee to him, but they said you can have a crack at the Masters Meteor. Comes up with box six after a 29.70 heat win. Yeah, clearly the one to beat too, Duke. Uh, I don't think he's too badly drawn in the middle where he is in box six. He's got fire legend underneath him who will want to get to the rail. Uh, Providence Bale on his uh, outside won't worry him in the early stages. Hasn't got, you know, a brilliant turn of uh, speed to match Gypsy Yankee as far as I'm concerned. Like he ran 5.45 Gypsy Yankee last week, uh, beginning cleanly. He does look like a, a greyhound who will handle middle boxes at Wentworth Park. Uh, with his racing traits. Um, look, I think this has been a master stroke by the daily team. They didn't want to sell him, didn't want to sell him, but they, they said, all right, Stiffy, you can uh, have a crack with him for the race. Could you imagine, could you imagine how many times Stiffy would have, want, would have rung them? Seriously, it would have, they would, in the end, they would have said, for God's sake, just give him the dog so he doesn't ring anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he would have been punishing. But, uh, yeah. Look, Done a great I, job with him so far. He yeah. sure has, and... Uh, when they went up the 230 or 240, I thought it was probably was skinny enough um, just allowing for that box draw. But, you know, I, I think he's probably a $2.70, $2.80 chance in my eyes. Uh, if you can get that price, uh, he's a definite bet for me. I've, I've got him clearly on top. Cumbria Dreaming, I'd like to see him win for Steve Fitch. But, geez, oh, he never, ever begins. He did it in the, he did it at the right time in the heat. Uh, and he ran uh, 29.98 leading all the way. And he's well drawn down nearly uh, inside Cumbria Dreaming. Now, he's got a chance, particularly if he, if he begins again. But I've got to be in the corner of Gypsy Yankee. Yeah, I, I'm with you as far as the favourite goes. I tell you, the each way play for me is around the 10 or $11 quote with some uh, some bookmakers. I know he, he's not as well drawn out wide as what he is when he races near the fence. And that's Jabini. Oh, yeah. uh, he's a 29.8 dog. Um, and look, if there is that pace in, in that early stages, which there will be with Gypsy Yankee, Providence Bale, Fire Legend. Um, Jabini, look, if he can find a spot on the fence, we know he's got a big finish. And I just thought at the big odds, uh, he's an each way play. But like you said, Timmy, um, hard to go past Gypsy Yankee. In the Masters Meteor Final Race 7 at winning on Saturday night, it's worth $100,000 to the winner. And another $100,000 to the winner race is, of course, the Group 2 Sydney Cup Final for the Stayers. We spoke last week about Super Estrella and the price that she was $1.35. Is a bookie's benevolence week this week or something? She's $1.65 off the rails, Timmy. <laughs> she does look the anchor, doesn't she, in all oh. the moldies? Um, She's faultless yeah. at box rides. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. our range has got yeah. some early pace, but boy. Oh, I agree, Duke. And she runs a 41.4. Yeah, zipping, zipping or, or 21, a track record, yeah. Yeah, 41, well, yeah, well, that's right. And Kansas ran 48 uh, last week, and he basically went straight to the front. So you're looking at, well, can he run any quicker than that? Well, probably not. Um, you know, I know he has run four uh, 100s quicker. He ran, he's run a PB of 40, 44, but, you know, it's that type of a race where, the only way I can see her getting beaten is completely bombing the jump. 
Yeah. And she never does. Um, she's as good a beginner as we've seen in the staying ranks for years and years. Um, she does it at both ends now. She burns the candle at both ends. She's got stronger and stronger as she's matured. Uh, it is her race to lose. Uh, Super Estrella and the dollar sixty-five. I can't take the one dollar sixty-five as a one-out bet, but she will be the anchor in any multi I play on the evening. Uh, she should just take out the Sydney Cup, and um, and rightly so. She's uh, the best stayer in the nation at the moment. Yeah, and look, I'd love to see Kansas begin. Uh, he'll be second on the outside of it if it, that's the way it eventuates. Wouldn't that be a race for the ages? Because they are the two best days in Australia, in New South Wales. She is the best day in Australia. Um, but I'm I'm with you, Timmy. I can't I can't bet against her. And, and the dollar sixty five, I did have a crack at the dollar sixty five. I just thought it was silly odds for her. Um, but like you, she's also the anchor of all my all ups as well. So at Super Estrella hunting for a group two victory in the Sydney Cup final on Saturday evening. Okay, we know that you're tipping, sipping curious to win the big one. Tell us what your best bets on Saturday night at Wentworth Park are. Uh, I'm really keen on the consolation. Uh, Panama Pepper Duke, the seeing Grover. Oh, I've been taken with all these runs here in New South Wales. They've been outstanding. Um, he won at Richmond in flying time and in the regional series. Very unlucky in the final. Then he, he won in, in good time at Winnie Park. And his run behind Gatlin last week was an absolute all-terror. Um, he's not too badly drawn in box, box five because he's got Zara's Ivan on his inside and uh, zipping Maserati. He's a very touchy beginner on his outside with a clean getaway. He'll be vying for the top. If he gets to the top of the first turn, he'll be winning the race and take out the consolation. So Panama Pepper, he's my best uh, bet on the program. Duke? All right, mate. I will see you Saturday night. I said a big showcase coverage. Uh, we're on air about 20 minutes before race one. Go all the way through to race 10, the big one, the Million Dollar Chase final. And we're also on Fox League as well on Saturday evening. They're dropping into our coverage around eight or nine minutes out from start time. Uh, of the Million Dollar Chase final. Can't wait for a mate. Looking forward to seeing you there. Yeah, Duke, uh, we're pumped. It'll be a, an exciting night as it always is and hopefully a big crowd rolls in. What's the segment everyone is waiting for here on Behind the Boxes? The Hound joins us this week. He's back to his best. Tipped a winning double at Wentworth Park last week. Hound, tell me how you're feeling leading into the Million Dollar Chase final this Saturday night. Yeah, a little bit more uh, buoyant than the first debut run, but, you know, like a good dog, one run on the track and then you produce your best. So hopefully we can uh, find a couple of winners, our two best bets this week, Duke. Okay, Hound, give us your best bets for Wentworth Park because don't forget you can find the Hound's best bets each and every day on the dogs.com.au website, but we're talking Wenty Saturday night. What are your two best? Well, we're going to steer clear from the major events on Saturday night, Duke, and our first best comes up in race five, Ibrox Wildfire. This girl's a beaut for uh, Bill and Kath Dance. She's missed a place just once from 16 runs at Wentworth Park and has won six races at headquarters and probably a little bit stiff not to be lining up in the big one. She just took the wrong option a couple of times and that cost a victory. Okay, it's a star-studded card. What's your second best bet? Well, look, Estrella was good to us last week. You know, I copped a little bit of stick from you saying anyone can tip them at $1.35. But she was steamrolled at the short odds. And as I said, any price a winner is a good price. And I think this girl is getting out the ridiculous odds of 165. She's now won her last six at Wentworth Park, draws box one. She's the best in Oz over the 
distance. So we're going to be with Estrella all the way. All right. The Hound, I need one, two or three word responses to these questions. Here we go. Million Dollar Chase Maiden Final. I've got to be asking the man I'm talking to, your your boy. Hang on. The question was quite simple, I think. One, two or three word responses, please. The Million Dollar Chase Maiden Final. Come on, Hound, play with me. Can you smoke them? Yes. That was four words, Hound. (laughs) Including the dog's name. Young Star. Showman. Jack. The Masters Meteor. Dreaming of Cumbria. That would be Cumbria Dreaming. And finally, we know you've tipped Super Estrella to win the Group 2 Sydney Cup. What is your tip to win the Million Dollar Chase final? Hail the King Kyrgios. I was pulled aside by a leading trainer at Wentworth Park on Saturday night from the Southern Highlands. I won't give him up, but his first name's Mick and his second name starts with H. He was very insistent that he knew the identity of the hound, but I sent him straight and he was way off the mark. Well, he's a hard man to please, that bloke. So, um, you know, as I said, they can all keep guessing, Duke, as long as we just keep tipping winners and people having a bit of a uh, laugh and filling their pockets along the way. That's all we're looking for, for to do. All right, Hound, good luck with your best bets at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. Now, for my all-up, I'm tipping race three, number one, my boy. Can you smoke them in the Million Dollar Chase maiden final? He's done terrific since his heat win, and we do expect him uh, to run sharp time if he can get clear air early. And the second leg of my all-up, race six, number seven, Fat Boy's Dream. Now, this greyhound drops sharply in class after finishing behind She's a Pearl and then hold me up in a semi-final of the Million Dollar Chase last week. The cooler, well, the cooler came unstuck last Saturday. He tipped Zipping Alabama to get rolled, and she, of course, saluted. This week, he's tipping another Zipping dog. It comes up in the Million Dollar Chase Consolation. The cooler says Zipping Maserati cannot win. So Zipping Maserati, race nine, number six, is the dog that the cooler says will not be saluting at Wentworth Park this Saturday night. Well, Saturday night is the night of nights. Some lucky connections. They'll walk away with a cool $1 million as the richest greyhound race in the world is conducted. Don't forget, as I said before, uh, we've got a major showcase coverage of the event live from Wentworth Park. We come on air around 20 minutes before start time. We'll have in-depth analysis of each and every race. Plus, we'll show you uh, the races in their entirety in full and slow-mo and sniper cam. You name it, it's there on Saturday night and the million dollar giveaway as well. If you're trackside, buy a ticket for 10 bucks, you go into a draw for a chance to win $1 million. But I know one man who is really looking forward to Saturday night at Wentworth Park, and that is the CEO of Greyhound Racing New South Wales, Rob McCauley. He joins us on Behind the Boxes now. And Rob, it promises to be yet another great spectacle. Good morning, Duke. Yes, it does. It should be fantastic. What are we... uh... We're uh, 48 hours away and it should be absolutely brilliant fun. Look, I I think there's a lot of people counting down the hours for it. I'm sure there is, particularly some of those very nervous owners and trainers. Hey, Rob, you've been in the job now for a little over a month, but you've been out and about. You've visited a number of racetracks around New South Wales. You've been speaking to the participants. Uh, What's impressed you most about the industry so far? The people, Duke, the people involved in greyhound racing are absolutely fantastic. I'm uh, I'm thrilled to 
uh, be doing the rounds and meeting uh, all sorts of people all over the place from uh, participants, trainers, owners, breeders, um, uh, people working at tracks, sponsors. It's really good to get to know everybody and uh, people's enthusiasm for the sport is contagious. It's fantastic. Yeah, it certainly is. And look, we've seen uh, new track developments in New South Wales in the past couple of years. Prize money has gone through the roof. It makes it really viable now. Uh, Rob Goulburn is the next track to be redeveloped. What's the latest on uh, on that precinct down there? Uh, yeah, good question, Duke. Uh, where we are at is it is with um, council. There is a development application for that whole development with council right now. So design is complete. We're just waiting for council approval. We're working with council through a few more processes and we expect to get that pretty quickly, actually. And um, and we will um, commence work very promptly after receiving that development consent. Okay. Uh, you were at Wentworth Park last Friday night. Of course, the final season Saturday night. You were there with your family. Um, I saw some very animated photos of you watching the finishes of some, some of the races. You saw all eight semifinals of the MDC. Did you manage to spot the winner? Mate, I think I'll let the, uh, I'll let the uh, wagering service providers uh, to decide on that, but um, I'll call the winner, or you could call the winner on the night, mate. Uh, I'm not going to pick it. I'm thrilled for everybody who um, who is a finalist. There's a great mix of people, as you know. There's old hands at it. There's brand new hands. There is, um, you know, there's a lot of great stories about it right there about great dogs with very interesting owners and trainers. It's it's a good news story all around, and I'm looking very much looking forward to it. Yeah, and of course, we're dropping into the Fox League coverage on Saturday night. We've got around about a 15-minute window there. Uh, Rob, we're going to get you on in a couple of weeks' time, have a really in-depth chat with you. Um, but again, the future looks so bright here in New South Wales. It does, Duke. Look, we've got um, a very supportive Minister of Racing in Kevin Anderson. We've got some really great sponsors. TAB is, again, in for its fifth TAB million dollar race uh, with uh, so much enthusiasm for the sport. Um, it's, it, you know, it's, it, it, we're moving on to even bigger and better things. We've got more prize money coming in. And as I said to you uh, last Friday night, I, I promise you there's more in the pipeline there as well. Yeah, well, it's great news. And I see there are so many uh, owners and trainers particularly um, who are extremely happy with the way Greyhound Racing in New South Wales is going. Rob, can't wait to see you on Saturday night. It's going to be a bumper night, mate. Uh, and let's hope just the best dog wins. See you there, Jake. Well, the calendar is jam-packed at Wentworth Park this Saturday night. Feature races abound. Of course, it is highlighted by the Million Dollar Chase. We've also got the consolation of that event. We've got the Million Dollar Chase Maiden, the Young Star, the Masters Meteor for our veteran chasers, $100,000 up for grabs there. And the same prize money on offer for the Group 2 Sydney Cup Final for the Stayers. What a mouth-watering clash this looks to be between Super Estrella and Zipping Kansas. Don't forget, check out the dogs.com.au website. Go to the calendar, go to feature events and see what's coming up around New South Wales in the next couple of months. Promises to be a super Saturday at Wendy on Saturday night. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Behind the Boxes. I'm Mark Duclos. Until next time, good luck. Bye for now.